Hi everyone. This is a slightly different podcast for Raven On. It discusses disease, death and grief and while I hope it is not a nightmare or a bore to listen to, it might not be for everyone. It's been three months now since my best friend died. In some ways, I am completely cognizant of Stu's loss. I saw him on his deathbed. We joked, we laughed, I talked a bunch of shit at him while he smiled with the grace he always gave me when I talked a bunch of shit. And then he was gone. Irony being what it is, I happened to be on a casual news reading shift the day of and the day after Stu died. That second day after he was mentioned by the Premier of Queensland in a condolence motion during state parliament, it fell to me to put together a story about Stu's death and read it on air in the midday news. I say it fell to me, but to be honest, after all we went through together at that same radio station, I would have thrown a fit had I not been allowed to read that bulletin. There was a funeral for Stu, hundreds came, the non-denominational chapel was overflowing, Beautiful speeches were given from his family, friends and colleagues. I spoke and I think I at least attempted to begin to start to possibly capture the essence of how great Stu was. There was a wake, a glorious one, with lots of heavy metal and a cake you were required to eat by hand to pay tribute to a legendary drunken incident from Stu's youth. His many journalist friends got together in a circle and poured out Bundy and Cokes in his honour. I hugged his wonderful wife Rose and I gave his daughter the amazing Chloe Giantsbane, a custom-made TARDIS brooch I had worn for the first time that day. I asked if we could always be friends and she said yes. So I know Stu is gone, but I don't know if I really know that Stu is gone. Three days after Stu's funeral, I was on a plane to Sydney to stage one of these marvellously over-the-top comedy parody shows I keep trying to push as a career. It was a particularly challenging bump-in and tech week, but we finally got the show up and running, only for one of my actors to go home and have a heart attack after our only our second night. He's okay, he's doing very well, and I'm so pleased about that, but having that happen less than two weeks after losing Stu prompted a series of strange responses. The first was to quietly freak out for five minutes. The second was to start making calls to see if I could save the season with other actors. Once a rough plan involving a very kind Brisbane friend agreeing to fly down to take on the role started to take shape. The third thing happened. I started laughing to myself that I couldn't wait to tell Stu all about this crazy bizarre stuff on the podcast. But what podcast? (laughs) For how can there be a Raven on podcast without Stu? I put that thought away that day and continued with the strange responses, the fourth of which was to shower, change, put on makeup and take myself off to the casino for dinner and a cheeky swing at the pokies. I figured a few wins might perk me up and there's nothing like the uh, ding, ding, ding of poker machines to distract you from your ills. That being their very problem. Uh, Of course, I left the casino $120 poorer, which probably contributed towards strange response number five, a very dark night of the soul. Stu had loved my shows and yet he was gone and here I was less than two weeks later waiting to hear the full prognosis for a person who came frighteningly close to dying after performing in one of them. It was a night in the chapel perilous. 
The next day I heard the actor concerned was in recovery and I couldn't have been more relieved. And then I just got on with things, I guess. I had a show to run, so I had to push away the reminder that my best friend had died, that I had to be in charge, that I had to be responsible, and I had to make people laugh because it was the best way to stop me from crying. The Sydney Fringe Show was followed by a Melbourne Fringe Show where I stayed with fellow performers, so generally I had company most days. And on return to Brisbane, I began prepping to run my show at Wynnum Fringe. And all this time, the thought kept popping up in my head. I need to sort out something with the podcast. I need to do something with the podcast. Can I even podcast again? Would it even be right? Raven On began as a Game of Thrones recap podcast, but it also became Stu and my social connection to each other. Often we'd chat for an hour or so before or after the podcast, sometimes both, just filling each other in on the latest work, politics, industry gossip. Hell, often we'd do that on the podcast itself. In my final moments with him, Stu told me to finish Revenon, the Fast and the Furious subsection analytical thingy that we had been doing until the unfurling fuckery in Stu's body claimed his energy and his vocals. I didn't even realize at the time how bad it was getting. Stu was private and kept the worst of what was happening to him to himself. If I had known, I still don't know if I could have done much. All I can be grateful for is that we already had so much of his voice, his personality, his humanity, his laugh preserved already. The knowledge that we had years of podcasts, that we had that gift for Chloe, helped sustain me in those last days with Stu. I have asked a few friends of the podcast, regulars who knew and loved Stu, if they will help me finish the Revenant series, and I will be working on that. And in more bittersweet news, I was approached by my friend, the wonderful Tom Selinski from Best Pick Pod, a frequent guest, to join him and John Dorney to podcast about the Doctor Who special starting shortly to commemorate the 60th anniversary of the sci-fi series. I thought it was a wonderful idea. As you know, Stu adored Doctor Who and he was so excited about the return of Russell T Davies and David Tennant. I will continue to be the semi-informed commentator and this time Tom and John will fill the role of the experts. But I realised that after an absence of many podcasts for many months now, I couldn't just launch back into things with a recap podcast. Uh, It started dawning on me that I had to publicly recognise the great loss of the heart and soul of this whole operation. I don't ever get to podcast with Stu again. He has been denied to all of us and that needed to be acknowledged. And I hope that's what this is. As rambling as it might be, it's a declaration that an irreplaceable person has been lost. And as such, our particular brand of Nat and Stu banter has been lost with him. And it fucking sucks, guys. It really fucking sucks. Because personally, and I am biased, I think we kicked ass. I always said Stu and I should have a radio show and I stand by it. Stu and I together just gelled. And and while the loss of Stu the person is immeasurably worse, I wanted to take a moment to mourn the loss of what we created together. The stupidity, the hilarity, the insight and the warmth that was the result of our combined joy at talking shit to each other. I am so proud of what we did together. In a weird way, I am grateful to COVID for giving us the kick we needed to do our James Bond retrospective, which not only fired us up to do other pop culture projects post Game of Thrones, but stands itself, I think, as a grand body of retrospective analysis, 
with tons of jokes about James Bond's magic penis thrown in for good measure. I am so proud we did live podcasts for the final season of Game of Thrones, which still marks that season as a personal highlight for me, even if many fans were disappointed by the ending. Over those six weeks, we grew our live audience from about five people to 50, and I credit all of that to Stu. So Raven On As It Was, like the series that inspired it, is gone. I'm not sure yet what the future is. Maybe the respectful thing to do would be to shut up shop after Revenon finishes. But then House of the Dragon series two will be out next year. And I sure as hell want to still cover that. And I think Stu would want me to as well. If Stu were here now, he'd use his thumb and his middle finger to push his glasses up on his nose by the outside edges. He'd laugh at me, a low rumble that would eventually burst into a body shaking guffaw. And if he was really tickled, he'd clap his hands in glee and throw his head back and laugh. If I surprised him with something, his eyes would bug out of his head, like they did when I played him a personal message from Doctor Who Supremo Russell T Davies on my phone in hospital. And a special thank you to the marvellous Janet Fielding, who helped me get that last surprise for Stu. So if Stu were here, we'd probably make some bad puns, tell some terrible jokes, and I would say something nervously that would probably get me cancelled which Stu would then interpret correctly and sum up my thoughts and theories perfectly right back to me. It was one of the skills that made him such a great journalist, that ability to hear and to synthesize information. It also made him such a great human. He listened and he understood. I want to state clearly the loss of Stu in my life is nothing compared to the impact his beloved wife and daughter, his wonderful parents, fabulous siblings and wider family have felt. In no way do I mean to prioritise my feelings over theirs. In no way. But I also know from comments left by Patreon subscribers and fans from social media that Stu was a loved and admired person by so many who never even got to meet him. And I wanted to acknowledge that by just chatting to you all like I am now. Thank you for listening to the Raven on podcast and all of its many subsection analytical thingies. And thank you for adoring Stu as much as I did. I will be back with Doctor Who 60th anniversary recaps with Tom and John as a tribute to Stu. And we will finish the Raven on series and then we will see what happens. And I want to continue. I love podcasting. I can't ever replace you and nor do I ever want to try, but I hope that you will navigate with me what comes next. Uh, I hope that I can recapture some magic. Uh, it will never be the same. And I acknowledge that and I hope you'll join me for whatever happens after that. And thank you for your patience while I try to work out what that is. <laughs> and I'm very open to feedback. I'm very open to your thoughts. Uh, without you all listening, we wouldn't have done this for as long as we have. As much as we enjoyed each other's company, having the feedback and having people listen and enjoy what we do was the, the real magic. I've gone off script now, you can tell. <laughs> I'll finish up and get back on script. 
So traditionally, we ended our Raven on podcasts with refrains from Game of Thrones. Valamogulis, All Men Must Die, and Winter is Coming. And they're possibly a bit morbid sounding now, but I still think Stu would laugh a lot at those. So Valamogulis and Winter is Coming. And I will speak to you soon, friends. Thank you so much for listening.